General Baptist Ministries has been called by God to exist for the church. We aren't here so General Baptists can help us do ministry. We are here to help the church do ministry and to fulfill its commission by God to make disciples of all nations and to preach the good news to every man, woman, boy, and girl. We partner with churches because we believe that we can do more together than any one person or church can do alone. I'm Danny Donovan, President of General Baptist Ministries, and I want to welcome you to this episode of Doing Together. Doing Together is about sharing the ways that General Baptists partner together so that your church can fulfill its calling. On this episode of the podcast, we are excited to share a conversation between myself and Vicki Smith, the President of Women's Ministries. Welcome to the podcast, Vicki. Thank you. Good to be here. So um, if you wouldn't care to start us off by just uh, talking about Vicki Smith and tell us a little bit about, about your ministry, you and, you and Sid's work in, in Honduras, and what brought you to Women's Ministries? All right. Well, Sid and I are both retired school teachers. Um, after we retired from teaching, God impressed upon us that he needed us to go into missions. So we answered the call to go to Honduras. We spent four years there at Faith Home. Upon coming home, um, I wanted to still be actively involved in missions. We both did. And so we did some short-term mission work. And then I also was asked if I would be interested in serving on the board, Women's Ministries Board, which I did that. I've been involved with Women's Ministries now for a little over 10 years, actually, um, was a member of the board and then did uh, event planning for the for the organization. And then now here I am as president of Women's Ministries. So um, can you give us a little bit of the history of Women's Ministries? It's like a bedrock of our, um, our historical denominational life, right? Yes. Um, Asenath Brewster founded Women's Ministries. Uh, I wish I had the exact number of years. I don't, but it's well over a hundred years. We were just, Danny and I were discussing actually before this started, that if you want to get something done, you ask a woman to do it. And so Asenath Brewster saw the need. She answered God's call. She raised the money, contacted a few other women in the denomination, and they were able to single-handedly raise enough money to send the Logans to Guam. And so from that evolved different uh, organization of it over the years, but evolved women's ministries as we know it today. So you could say that the history of missions for General Baptists started with women's ministries. Yes, I could definitely say that. And it has been the foundation of women's ministries over the years. We were a support organization. That was our labeling distinction because financially we support missions. Right now with Global Missions, Women's Ministries is the number one financial support of our global missions. Yep. So um, I just thinking about this, you, you mentioned that um, Seeing the Brewster and that work and women's ministries, um, women's mission missionary societies, mm-hmm. back of what they used to be called, um, started to help start that work on Guam. We had the Brantleys on a couple right. of weeks ago in our on the podcast. There wouldn't be a church to restart in Guam. That's exactly there at Agat right. Without the work mm-hmm. of women's ministries to help get that started in the yes. first place. Yes. So even today, missions continues to be at the forefront of your of your yes. uh, purpose as as an organization. So. Tell us a little bit more about, uh, you know, what is it that Women's Ministries is about today? 
Today, over the years, the ministry has changed, as all ministries are supposed to. Uh, three years ago, when I stepped into this position, um, it became evident that we really needed a mission statement and one that would define what we do as women's ministries. So we formulated inspiring and empowering women to find their full God potential. I feel like that to get people interested in missions, and in this case, we're talking about women, they need to be inspired. I learned that when we were doing deputation and then as we were on the mission field and even since then, it's telling the story. If you tell a story, it touches a person's heart. They become inspired and they want to know how they can be part of it. So one of the things that Women's Ministries does is to serve to try to inspire people for missions. We get as much information as we can out there about the missionaries. We we share pictures. We share stories. Um, just as much as we can do to get people to understand that missions is important. I thought it was it was interesting to me. I, it made me feel good on a, a podcast a few weeks ago. Um, I think, Danny, you asked the question, what is missions? And I remember the national missions, uh, vice president for national missions, vice president for global missions both said, it's the vehicle that you use. Mm -hmm. And so when you talk about missions, Women's ministry provides another vehicle to make people aware of missions and what they can do to support it. Yeah, one of the things I also I really appreciate about what you guys are doing now with uh, you know so, you know supporting missions this way is sometimes we can get to where we we do like a scatter approach to everything, mm -hmm. and um, I'm I'm always a fan of about let's focus on one thing and just really knock that out of the park. And you guys right. do that with your banner cause every year. We right? started yes, we started that about three years ago. We've always tried to give what we've called a love gift. At the end of the year, or many times at Summit, we have a set amount of money that we set aside and we can give it. We have we've done it in different ways over the years, but it's kind of like you said, it was a scatter approach. And it just didn't seem like that we made too much of an impact anywhere. Mm -hmm. So three years ago, I thought, we need to really do a banner cause. So we choose a different cause each year. We focus all year on that. This year for 2022, it's India. Um, our Inside Out offering, World Day of Prayer offering, um, our region events offering, and anything else that comes in all goes toward that banner cause. Now, yes, it is possible for people to contribute to other mission causes, sure. and we, we pray that they will do that. Um, we were able to be part of the rice bag ministry, and so we had quite a bit of money that came in for that. But this is our banner cause for 2022, and so we try to focus on that. Mm. And uh, it's it's been very successful for us. And I think people can... They can wrap their mind about it, and, mm -hmm. and they learn things about the mission field that maybe they didn't know before. Yeah. So, uh, A couple of years ago, you guys had as your banner cause Mexico, uh -huh. and I got to go and see the impact of that specifically with that yes. church and to see the things that they did to it. It made a huge impact on what they were able to do with, you know, uh -huh. with their facility and the, right. and the ministry in that congregation. Yes, so um, that was in there in Juarez uh, with Pastor Felix. Mm -hmm. um, so um, last year was in was Faith Home. Yes, last and year was Faith Home. The year before was uh, the Yeomans the Ministry, Yeomans. and then the very first year was the Philippines, and we were able to give a pretty substantial amount to help 
uh, construction on the new dorm Good. at GBVC. So. so this year is in India, so yes. uh, there's a lot of things going on there. It just so happens that today... Uh, we're in our 40 days of prayer. Right. And, I noticed uh, that when I was looking. And, and we're, so we're recording this well in advance of when this is going to be, uh-huh. the podcast is going to go out. But uh, today's, you know, uh, we're praying for the Mulas, for the Mulas mm-hmm. and for uh, the ministry there in the Calvary Grace Association. Right. So right. Um, great things going on there, exciting things going on. Yes. So, so you want to talk a little bit about why, you know, you... You particularly, why is it that women's ministries is something that you want to give your time? And it's not like this is exactly, uh, um, this isn't a, a full career kind of a decision no, for you at this no, point. So it's, it's a, why is this something you want to spend your time and your effort? And It's a it's a ministry to me, um, another way to serve. Um, it, it wasn't any different than when God called me to Honduras. He called me to lead this ministry for now. But I will share a story. I I was a kindergarten teacher for almost 30 years. And so when God called us to Faith Home, I thought, okay, um, I'm going to be so drawn to the kids there, and I'm going to want to spend all my time down at the school. And that's just, I'll just be in hog heaven if I can do that. When I got to Honduras, God had a different plan. And he broke my heart for the women of the country. And so I ended up working with the women in the churches. I oversaw the women's co-op, and I began to realize that all of us, all women are the same. I really struggled with grace when I was in Honduras because I looked at what I had, and I looked at what they had or didn't have, and it bothered me a lot. And I thought, this is what grace is. I'm so undeserving for what I have and in some way, I need to touch, I need to spend time with them and let them know that I understand their struggles. But together, we're all sisters in Christ, and we're all on the same level, the same playing field. So that was kind of the part of me wanting to work with women. And then when we came back, um, we got involved in church planning. We helped plant the church in Mountain Home, Arkansas, Real Life Church. And I, I worked some with women But women long for connection. Um, Women face, all all women want to be good moms. They want to be good grandmas. They want to be good wives. Um, So I I just see that it's so important, as all ministries are, but for me it's so important that we reach out to the women in our churches. Um, Right now we are part of a, the new satellite location for real life in Gainesville. And just two Sundays ago, I was visiting with our pastor's wife, and we have several women that are coming. They're single moms, not in the best situation. And I looked at her, and I said, here's a mission opportunity for us right here. Hmm. And so that's drawn me to women. Absolutely. So um, with um, your time in women's ministries, you've also taken the opportunity to really kind of look at the the structure of women's ministries. Uh-huh. You've also been a part of, for good or for ill, uh, for both of uh, us and our, our lives, uh, the RTF. I guess right? I'm a glutton for punishment. Yeah, I don't you know. know. It all happened about the same time. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but you, you know, there's a, a regional, you've put together a regional structure for yes. women's ministries. 
So can you talk about that and how that's going? Yes. I would like to say that that was just my brilliant idea and it just came to me. But after sitting on the task force and as we first started talking about this region plan, I thought, you know, that would work for women's ministries. One of the things that was um, I thought was so important for me when I stepped into this position was to be visible in the churches. Mm -hmm. um, we had a lot of groups that had gotten discouraged. They disbanded. They were the typical things that happen in ministry. There were a lot of questions involving women's ministries and what the future of the ministry was. So I spent a lot of time going to churches and visiting to women's groups. And I realized that that personal visit, that that personal phone call, that personal email changed so many things. It was impossible for me to get to all the groups to visit each group. And so I decided and approached the board with it, and they were all on board with it. They thought it was a great idea to appoint region directors. So we've gone. This is actually we're in our second year mm -hmm. of our region plan. We have five directors right now, um, five regions, one in Missouri, one in California, Kentucky, Tennessee, Arkansas and Oklahoma, and then Indiana. We're hoping to be able to add some more regions. Ours are based not so much on territory, but solely on women's groups that are in those areas. And so we have had such success with it. Um, Well-kept secret, if you are a women's group, you need to pay dues. <laughs> it was never very much, but it was something that we just never enforced one of our tasks for our region directors was, first of all, to contact every group in their region who was active, and then eventually contact every group who was inactive. And then the third phase, which we haven't quite got to yet, but to reach out to churches that have never been involved at all in women's ministries. But our dues probably tripled as a result of those personal contacts um, with the women's groups. We've had uh, we've had groups that had disbanded. We've had groups that haven't done anything for a couple years, and they've called our office and said, the region director just called me. What do I need to do to get us active again? So we've had great success with it. This year, uh, they were tasked with, with having a region event. Mm. And so we're getting ready to start those. Uh, we had one in California in February. We are going to have one in Indiana, Mishawaka, on the 26th of March, and then we have two on April the 30th, one in Kentucky and one in Missouri. And then our Oklahoma region is still, they've, they've had a lot of issues with COVID, so they're hoping to have that in May. Um, it is supposed to be solely for General Baptist Women's Ministries groups, and it's a time for them to all come together, uh, kind of get pumped up a little bit. We can share information with them disseminate exciting things that are coming up, um, share the, the wins, but also talk about the struggles. One of the things that we are asking is that the banner cause will be promoted at that region meeting, and there will be some sort of an offering taken or some sort of a contribution by those groups that are there. And then our, end of our region events are precursors to our national event, which is Inside Out in September. So if you attend a region event, you'll get 25% off your registration yeah. for our national event. So we're, exci we're excited about it. Um, I will be in Mishawaka. I will be in Missouri. Um, and hopefully I'll be in Oklahoma. So Very good. One of the things, if I could add about the region events, um, last year we developed a Women's Ministries Speakers Bureau. 
Hmm. We have several leaders, women leaders in the denomination, who are very gifted speakers. We have a couple women on their speakers bureau that are actually pastoring. One of them is an associate pastor, and another one is a lead pastor. Uh, we have just so much talent right now that's being untapped. So uh, we put them all in a kind of a, a speaker's bureau, not done as formally as another speaker's bureau would be, but we've made those available to all of our groups. So with our region events, I'm pleased to say that every region event is asking one of the women on that speaker's bureau to be the keynote speaker. So they will be able to hear firsthand from women who have answered God's call calling them into ministry in some way. And so we're, I'm, I'm excited about that. I think the women will be blessed. So um, we have women's groups out there that um, maybe they, someone in a, in a congregation that says, hey, I, I want to get a women's group started here. How, do, mm-hmm. how would they, how do they go about doing that now? Probably the easiest way to do it was would be to go to the website, our GB website. We do have a drop-down tab there that's women's ministries. It will direct them on to how to get... Uh, in touch with us. You can always call the office here and ask for women's ministries. I'm not in the office all the time, but Chris is. Um, She can direct you toward that. Probably the next process would be we will put you in contact with our region director, and then the region director will reach out to you. We have um, a lot of material. We have a resource packet that we put out that kind of tells you all about women's ministries. We have... um, some guidelines, just some helpful hints. One thing that we have, um, and this was started three years ago, we have a, I don't like to call it a blog because it's really not a blog. It's not all about me. <laughs> that, that sounds bad, but it's it's not just me writing all about me, but it's called right. Boundless, and you can receive that weekly. Uh, some weeks I write a devotion. Some weeks I have a missionary write a devotion. We, we try to highlight, uh, I know this next week we'll be highlighting the Mishawaka event for all the Indiana ladies. We try to highlight the banner cause, uh, inside out, uh, any need that's, that's prevalent right now. Um, right now in India, they are kind of beefing up again the water well project, and mm-hmm. so we try to make things that are smaller projects available for some of our smaller groups um, to participate in. So I would, I would definitely recommend that if you're thinking about starting a group, a good way to get to know what Women's Ministries is and what we do would be subscribe to Boundless. Good. Well, Vicki, I want to say thank you for joining us today on this episode of Doing Together and uh, appreciate all of the partnership that we've had together over the years and I would also say I appreciate your friendship. I enjoyed getting to work with you in the RTF first yes, and then here. And uh, so thank well, you for being with us today. Well, thank you for having me. I've enjoyed it. I want to thank Vicki Smith for being with us on this episode of Doing Together. Women's ministries and missions and the work that they do to cooperate with us is such an important and integral part of, of General Baptist's work. So I want to say thank you to Vicki and... Uh, Hope that uh, if you do have a women's group out there that you'd like to connect or interested in talking about how you might start a women's group, please get in contact with uh, Women's Ministries, be partners with you in that. On the next episode of Doing Together, we will be having an interesting conversation uh, between two generations of ministers about life and ministry and uh, things that they can learn from one another. If you haven't already done so, please subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you're using to access our content. 
and leave us a review there. It helps other people find us. Thanks for listening, and we will see you on the next episode of Doing Together.